You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend, Richard Sweatman, about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle. Joe Clark, great to be chatting with you this afternoon. How are you going? <laughs> I'm well, thank you. I'm just realizing my chair's up way too high at my desk because... My niece and nephew have been playing with my chair going up oh, and right. down. So, sorry, I just was fixing myself up as you said hello. Um, I'm doing well. How are you, mate? Yes, managing in the heat. I don't know what the weather yes. will be like as our listeners are listening to this, but today is a fiercely hot day and uh, I've been camped at home with the air conditioning. So <laughs> Me too. very thankful, very thankful for that. <laughs> and what have you been up to? Well, I thought I'd share, I came across quite an interesting quote in Augustine's City of God, which if you've been listening, you'll know that I'm reading at the moment. Mm. And this one, I wouldn't say it's a theological insight. It's just a little bit of humor (laughs) that I didn't really see coming. Um, So Augustine is talking about different human abilities and he's thinking about the Garden of Eden and and what abilities people might have had or Mm. how, um, you know, the human body is quite amazing. And so... He says, um, we do, in fact, find among human beings some individuals with natural abilities very different from the rest of mankind and remarkable by their variety. Um, So he gives a few examples, but uh, here's one. Some can swallow an incredible number of various articles and then with a slight (laughs) contraction of the diaphragm can produce, as if out of a bag, any article they please in perfect condition. So I thought that's very interesting. (laughs) What is that? But then... uh, (laughs) <laughs> the second one is quite good as well. He says there are others who can imitate the cries of birds and beasts and the voices of any other men, reproducing them so accurately as to be quite indistinguishable from the originals unless they are seen. Oh, yeah, it's good, good skill. Uh, he's got an interesting little circle of friends there. But yeah. the third one is the funniest. Um, he, and he says a number of people produce at will such musical sounds from their behind without any stink that they seem to be singing from that region. And I, I just have to put the, put the book down at that point and say, yeah, yeah, oh, I, I'm missing out here. Yeah, we do not have exciting friends like that. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, if anyone's got that ability, I'd love to know. But Because um, I think the just, funniest part is where he goes, without any stink. Yes. See, it's it's music without the stink. And he says this is not just one person he's heard of. He says a number of people. So I don't know what's going on in, um, you know, ancient Carthage there. Or, um, but, uh, yeah, that's a very interesting insight. And I, I feel like I, sh- I should have known about this from Augustine's writing beforehand. Yeah, surely that could have been a quote from that the lecturer puts up at the start to kind of whet your appetite <laughs> to know the character that yes. you're about to read. <laughs> more, more college. Why didn't you bring this to my attention? I'll, I'll take it up with the principal. Me either. <laughs> so, oh, I love a good book that makes um, you laugh. Yes. So there we go. A little uh, little surprise from Augustine's City of God. Ah. Um, how about you, Joe? What's been bringing you some f- fun or entertainment or interest <laughs> in the last week? Well, you know, but some of our listeners may not, that um, we've gotten a new building in the city in Newcastle Mm. and um, it's a lovely new space. We're going to be launching a new congregation there in 2024, new campus, I should say, and I'm really excited for the new plans. But in the meantime, it's a space that we can use for different meetings. So you and I, we had a meeting there last week. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a gathering for 
pastors from around the region. And I thought, right, given that it's the city, it's not a very big city, you know, it's 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 really just a city because you can't find parking there. But <laughs> because I couldn't find parking, I thought I am going to own the transport system because when I lived in Sydney, I caught buses. So I'm going to catch something today. And yeah. I thought, right, I'll check my app or get my TripView app open. I'm going to be this person because despite being a Newcastle person who drives everywhere, I'm mm. going to throw off the shackles of driving and catch the bus. Great. So I'd found my spot I was going to park. I was feeling very casual because there were three buses that I could potentially catch. So I was like just going to arrive whenever and just spontaneously wait for a bus to come along because I thought three buses, how can you go wrong? Yeah. So I get there to the parking spot where I park to drive in because my, my house isn't near a, a bus stop. Um, and so I park near the bus stop, walk to the bus stop, feeling flush with success. It's very, very exciting. And I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, hmm, I can't help but check when is the bus coming. I'm not that spontaneous. So I get yeah. my app open and what do I see? But all three buses have been cancelled. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, know. I nearly Googled why are my buses cancelled? Because I just thought this is, I had a vision, I had a plan, I was going into the city on the bus, I was going to be unflappable hmm. and city-like hmm. and not Newcastle-like. I was going to be like a Sydney cider. And in the end I had to drive in, pay for parking and walk quite a distance in the uh, sun. But <clears throat> I did learn a lesson, which is I am at home in Newcastle where I do not have to catch public transport. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm 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 going to keep trying the bus. I am going to keep giving it a go. But I yeah. noticed you you rode in. Oh yes, um, I gave that a go. So um, okay, I will. Um, yeah, I've actually got a few riding stories which I might save up for a uh, for another time. <laughs> another <podcast. laughs> oh, that sounds funny. If, if I, I just looked at that and I was like, yeah, no, I would die. <laughs> I can't ride a bike anywhere near a road well, with any yes. kind of safety. <laughs> that, that may may yet happen. <laughs> oh goodness, let's not joke about that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, um, on to more serious matters. The Bible. Yes. Yes. What have you been reading, mate? Uh, well, this morning I've um, I'm, I'm just reading through um, the New Testament uh, and we're up to one Timothy chapter four, and mm. I just realised. Uh, one Timothy's one of those one Timothy chapter four is one of those chapters I'm not really familiar with. I mean, mm. I've I've got Bible sh- knowledge shortages everywhere, but one I'm sort of I could tell you about one Timothy three because you and I use, bring it out a lot to a point. You know, it's mm. talking about group group leading, and um, even one Timothy five in that category as well. And um, one Timothy two is famous for that section about prayers and men and women. I just got this sort of blank spot with one Timothy four, so. I enjoyed coming to this chapter today and realizing, gee, there's actually some really good stuff in there that I, I need to know <laughs> one to be for much better. Mm. Um, so a couple of highlights is, um, uh, I'll give you three from just the different headings there. First one, um, being thankful for what God has given us. So four verse three, um, the, these false teachers forbid marriage and demand abstinence from foods that God created to be received with gratitude by those who believe mm. and know the truth for everything God created is good and nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving since it's sanctified by the word of God and by prayer. So I thought, oh, love that. Yep, mm. thanksgiving. I gave thanks for my air conditioner today. <laughs> <laughs> I gave thanks for my morning coffee. There is much to be thankful for. There is for. much to be thankful for, yeah. Um, 
And the second section, the next one, is a great line about God, 4 verse 10. For this reason we labor and strive because we've put our hope in the living God, who is the saviour of all people and especially of those who believe. Mm. So uh, lovely, great. God is a saviour and has a special saving relationship with those who believe. Um, and then the third one was uh, in the final section, which is kind of a warm encouragement to keep going in ministry, mm -hmm. uh, which you and I know we need frequently. Um, and uh, yeah, 1 Timothy 4, the back end of it, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely encouraging, but it's not harsh. It's, um, mm -hmm. So there's a couple of things there like, um, um, yeah, practice these things, be committed to them so that your progress may be evident to all. Pay close attention to your life and your teaching. Persevere in these things, for in doing this you will save both yourself and your hearers. Mm. So um, that's very precious words there. So mm. yeah, keep, keep going. You know, pay attention to your life. Keep thinking about your teaching and doctrine. Mm. And that'll, yeah, God will use, use, use us through those things um, mm. for good in um, yeah, people we're ministering to. So mm. there you go, 1 Timothy 4, um, a chapter I should know better and at least... Yeah, three wonderful little sections there, little, little uh, ideas. It's just a great experience, isn't it, when we come to a passage and we think, ah, oh, what a refreshment. Like it sounds like in having moments where you go, thank you, God, for the air conditioning, where you're very conscious of the scriptures <laughs> encouraging you to be thankful. That, that's a really lovely moment, isn't it, for our Bible reading where we yeah. can go, oh, this, this applies directly. It's affecting my heart. It's applying into the little things of, day, of the day, mm. but it's directing me to God. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah, 1 Timothy 4, I can recommend it. <laughs> yeah. No the, verse that, the verse that jumped out at me before we move on just quickly yeah. is verse 13, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of Scripture and to preaching and to teaching. And I just love the reminder to keep reading the Scriptures out loud publicly. Mm. Yeah. That just, that, that just, when I'm so used to talking and talking and talking, to think, <laughs> no, 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 actually, just read the Scriptures a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a good reminder. They're very anyway. good. Mm. And Joe, are you? Uh, what are you looking into reading, thinking about? Oh, well, um, people who've been listening along will know that you read a book. When was it? 2020 or 2021? Called yeah. "Leading Small Groups That Thrive." Can you remember yeah. when that was? I can't remember when it was, yeah. but yeah, a few years ago now. I think it was during COVID lockdown, so maybe 2020, sometime around then. Anyway, so you read this book, and it got me to read the book, um, and it's just a, an amazing exploration of small group ministries in America with some mm. research and engaging with not only biblical principles but also how do we make small groups really thrive in a, a mm. range of different measures. And that led to us starting a new strategy, which was to to try these large groups at church, a group which would have ideally upwards of 18 people in it, maybe 18 to 24 yeah. in the group. Yeah. And um You've written a great little resource for our church and how to do this, and it's taken off. I would say it's taken off. Do you reckon? I, I feel like it has in some way, but people Let's have gotten with, the idea. What's wrong with that? Take yeah, it off. it's. I'll call it taking. I'm. I'm. You know, I'm an upbeat person. I'm yeah. pretty optimistic. I feel like it's taken off, and so I took the ball by the horns, and my co-leader Ruth and I are leading a large group, and we yeah. have now got 25 women in our group, and we're doing different things to try and make this group work and mm. to engage well with the group and teach the group well, mm. but also to see the group teach and encourage each other. Yeah. But I've been very conscious of whether the group, how, how to do this group differently because it's not a regular small group. Yeah. And so I've just restarted reading 
small groups that thrive because I've felt the need to refresh myself on some of the measures of success, the things that I wanted to work on in it. Um, And I was actually just struck by, I'm not very far into the book again, just in the first chapter, but I I paused after I read this because I thought, yeah, actually that is what I want. I, I think I've got a fear that my group will, our group I should say, Ruth and my group will function like a small group, a normal small group of, you know, 13 or less, mm. but and and not make the stretch to caring for each other really well and serving each other really well that is necessary in such a large group. Mm. Um, and that was my concern. I think that's probably now, when I'm honest, my driving concern in reading the book. Yeah. But here's what I was reminded by. It's in full caps on this page. Oh, okay. Uh, Good. Page eight, it says, <laughs> our vision for small groups, healthy communities that contribute to individual spiritual growth. And there's something about that phrasing I thought, yes, spiritual growth, that's what I want. Um, and so it's not whether someone feels super cared for. It's my big driving goal. Hmm. I do want that. I w- I'm not ignoring that. But just in that one sentence and reading what followed after that about what kind of growth we're looking for and thinking about loving one another and having peace with one another and hmm. speaking the truth to one another, verses from John and Mark and Colossians and Ephesians are quoted but the idea that each individual person in my group would would really mature, it was such a reminder that now my group started, I was so worried um, mm. for the last week, I think, that it wasn't going to be a maturing group. Yeah. But more than that, it wasn't going to be a group where people would have a super great time of loving each other. <laughs> and so it's just, I don't know, I've, I've found it helpful to just reorient my, my thinking um, yeah. a little bit. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Strong recommendation if anyone is in a small group <laughs> leadership role or leading a small yeah. group, why not have a read of the book? It's 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 a good one. Yes, that's right. Yes, it's it's um you know not a, not packed full of Bible, but it's no, um, uh, it's very stimulating for anyone uh, in the Christian leadership to think that's about right. small groups and yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's a really helpful way of bringing together growth and community. That's pretty close to what we're trying to do in our groups, and um, yeah. I'm hundred percent confident. Joe, that your group will be a place where a little community forms that is committed to uh, spiritual growth among each yeah. the members. Oh, God willing. Yeah, God willing. I think, I think um, I'm already seeing real signs of we've done this thing where each night the group splits into four separate prayer groups and those prayer mm-hmm. groups are the same every week mm-hmm. and they're going to be the same for the whole term and then mm-hmm. we'll switch in term two. Yeah. And I'm really glad for that, having that continuity of relationship from week to week and I'm hoping that that will foster real relationship there even if it's with new people people that different women have never been in a group with before yeah but there's also a little bit of time for laughter and fun and you know play so i've invited because it's such a hot day i've invited my group over for a swim today it was just a spontaneous idea today but i don't know if anyone will be able to come but i'm excited (laughs) about that idea too (laughs) yeah yeah no uh, anyway small groups yeah yeah fantastic (laughs) Well, mm. we could uh, wrap it up there, Joe. Um, mm. It has been great talking about, um, yeah, bus travel in Newcastle, mm. The, mm. The, the highs and lows there. The highs and lows. Um, more lows than highs this particular time. <laughs> I'm optimistic. And, uh, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, and uh, remarkable uh, physical abilities among some yes. people. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, need need oh, to meet gosh. some of these people. And uh, <laughs> ones before, small groups, yeah, great stuff to be talking about. 
Yeah, definitely. And if you love listening to our podcast, I've heard a lovely um, word of encouragement from a lady called Lauren in Canberra today. Um, thank you for encouragement, Lauren. Um, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, why not share it with someone? Why not recommend either an episode you just listened to or um, invite them to just jump on board with something quality to listen to this week, even if it's not our podcast? Why not um, yeah, encourage some Christian thinking and Christian learning through a podcast? Mm. Mm. Well, fantastic, Joe. I will mm. look forward to chatting with you again next week. Sounds good. See ya. Bye.